What up, Wholesale Community Family? Happy Tuesday. I'm bringing you guys back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Gonna have him share with you guys his stories, how he closed his first wholesale deal for 7G. 7G, all right? And the thing is, you guys, throughout this video, all I ask from you is if you find any value, smash the thumbs up for me. And if you don't, then give me the thumbs down. Give it to me like it is, man. And uh, for those of you who are new to the channel, if you haven't subscribed, boom, smash that subscribe button, join the family to take your life, your business to a whole nother level, man. And I'm excited. Like, I love this. Um, I love these uh, subscribe first wholesale deal interview. And if you guys are just like me, if you enjoy it, if you like it, you want me to continue, smash the thumbs up, comment below, and let me know. Now, if you recently closed your first wholesale deal, um, email me at wholesale to million, wholesale to millions with an S at gmail.com. Show me the money, the picture of the checks, and I would love to get you onto the channel, man, to share your stories. And the reason why I do this to help motivate, inspire those of you who's trying to get your first one, letting you know that it is possible that you too can do it if you're willing to put in the work, the W-O-R-K. So you guys, put your hand, put your thumbs together, and help me bring on Ryan from Pennsylvania. What up, buddy? What's up? How you doing? Thanks for having me, Kong. Hey, thank you so much, man, for taking time to jump on to do this uh, with me, man. Hey, if you don't mind me asking, you look, you look super young. How old are you? 19. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Dude, if I, if, I, if I discovered this when I was 19, bro, dude, obviously life would have been even at a greater place, man. Yeah, definitely. So good, good for you, bro. All right, dude, I'm going to let you take it over. Share, I want you to kind of share with everybody kind of your stories and then um, leading into your first deal, bro. Yeah, sure. So, okay, what happened is I actually discovered wholesaling when I was probably like 16 or 17, but I didn't really think much about it. I saw Cody Sperber and I saw his ads come up. I'm like, what is this? And I kind of like, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And my dad was into real estate a little bit, so I kind of had that part of it. But I, I was messaging him like, well, what is this? What is this? Because I didn't believe it. And I was too young to even sign a contract or anything. But I was still in school, so I kind of just like faded away because I wasn't really on it that much. But come senior year, I mean, last June, I, I graduated high school, was planning on going to college for business. I knew I kind of wasn't really interested in college. I was like kind of on the edge of it. So going into college, I'm like, I don't know, I wasn't really enjoying it. I wasn't in the groove like everyone else was enjoying everything. So I was like, you know what? I should get back into this wholesaling thing. So I started watching your videos. There were, we there were webinars I had because I actually went to a seminar with my father, just learning all different things for real estate. So I was, after that, I was like pumped. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna watch these webinars, watch these videos. Like I would just sit in the cafeteria for like hours <laughs> just watching you or watching Max, Maxwell, just anything I could, just gaining all the information I could. So come probably December, late December, I was like, I gotta start taking this into action. So that's when I really started taking action and, you know, doing everything I could, putting up any signs, putting ads on Craigslist, talking to whoever I could. There were local wholesalers that were actually starting already that did it. So I was like, this is great to talk to. I'll talk to them. So I started talking to them, working things out. And then I started doing things on my own, just, you know, calling sellers, just the whole night. Then it comes where I, you know, I go to a couple appointments. I go to different houses talk to people and nothing really works out. But finally, you know, my dad said, Hey, I'm going to meet these, uh, these two people. You should come. there will be great, you know, people to put on your buyers list. I'm like, okay, great. I'll come. 
So, but he said on the way there, there's a properties that I passed that look like they, they need help. They've been sitting there vacant. I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful. Like that's what I'm looking for. So we're driving by, we meet them. And then on the way back, we stop. And there's the fire damage home that we passed. So I was like, oh, I'm going to call these people and see what's up. So, so I go home. I, I leave a ringless voicemail, just whatever the basic message that you say. And within like, I'm not even, this is not even kidding. Within two or three minutes, the seller called back and was saying she was super interested. She wanted to sell. She's been trying to sell with, for like a year, I think it was. I'm like, this is perfect. So I talked to the seller, you know, kind of see what the whole situation was with the home. We ended up going back just to see the property because we just drove by. We didn't really get the whole gist of what was going on. So I asked her if it was okay if we went back to, you know, really look at the property to run our numbers, see where we need to be at for our price, everything. So we also had also a break into this window. Like they had a little shed area at the bottom of the deck. But to get through the window, my dad and I just went through the window, broke down. And we just walked inside. Down in the basement, it was, it was fine. It wasn't that much damage. It was just upstairs in the kitchen where like the main damage was. So we're looking through the house, seeing what it was. And it's helpful for him to be there because he's a contractor. He's been flipping homes for a while. So to get that repair estimate, it's really nice to have him there to see, okay, this will be this much, this will be that much, and just get a really good idea. So we're running through, we get our, get our numbers together. I go back home and I, I talk to the seller, okay, we looked at the property, we have our numbers. Our only problems were, was the septic because it's been sitting so long and we don't know if anything happened. We talked to her about the septic and she said it should be okay. I mean, that, after a while, it wasn't even a problem because what first happened was my dad was going to be my buyer because he's interested in flipping homes. But the way that the numbers worked out, it was a good deal, but not like an excellent one where he'd want to jump into it. So call the seller and say, okay, after we figured out the septic was all good, it was really the septic that was like our main issue and foundation. The association that she dealt with was like they were a pain in the neck, which was another reason she wanted to sell because they were just up her, like, you know, all the time. Yeah. So the main thing they wouldn't, they wanted to just knock the whole thing down. But just because of this little crack in the foundation, my dad said, that's not a problem. Like you'll be able to build something on it. You can put a module home, whatever you need. You can just, you can build off of that. So he ended up just like kind of backing out of the deal. He didn't really want that anymore. Even with the septic being good and the foundation being good. I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll see. I have other buyers that I can talk to and see if they're interested, whatever it is. So to get a price with her, we were already talking about 5K. Getting under contract for 5K. She, yeah, she was like ready to just kind of give it away. I'm like, okay, 5K, which was, I was expecting a 5K, okay. And the ARV was 125 yeah and so this probably needed though like i'd say 80k in repairs like this was a huge huge thing to do so after talking for a while you know we were just going back and forth seeing what we were doing if she was okay with it and with everything going on with the septic because we didn't know if she was going to pay for it if we were going to pay for it we're just kind of figuring everything out but it comes out where you know she was getting more issues with the uh, association they were starting to find her for having it there so long because to them, it's an eyesore, and people are driving by. It's a main road. They don't want it there. They've been trying to, but she's been having issues with them trying to sell it. They were almost like keeping her away from selling it. 
So she was even more irritated. She's like, at this point, it's a headache. It's a heartache. I just want to get rid of it. Like, I'll just give it to you for like, I just want to give it away. Like, okay, this is great. Like, this is perfect. So it ended up where she was at 5k. I barely even had to like speak. We were talking to her on the phone, but just saying, oh, we have to think about this. And we have to think about, and she just kept going down. We got it under contract for a dollar, man. It was crazy. One dollar under contract for <laughs> So that's spread where I thought I was going to make like 2K where it'd be at 5K. We got it down all the way to a dollar. I was like, yo, this is solid. So <laughs> under contract for a dollar. I'm like, is this even real? Like what the, she wanted to give it away for free. I'm like, she wanted to just gift it to me. I'm like, you got to put it under for something. You can't put it under for zero. So under contract for a dollar. And it was the same. So under contract for a dollar. And then within the next couple of days, I spoke to, I mean, even before that, I was speaking to buyers. Do you know anybody who's interested in fire damage homes? Would you be interested in this fire damage home, blah, blah, blah. They kind of wasn't really a huge response with this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to Facebook Marketplace because I know that's like a gold mine for whenever you're trying to sell something. So I throw it up on Facebook Marketplace for seven. Well, first it was six, actually. I put it up for six. And I would say within 15 minutes, there's just people, buyers, bing, 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 bing. Is this available? Is this available? Is this available? So I'm talking to them, talking to them. Now, as I'm doing this, I'm not even home to see that, like to be with them at the property. I'm away with my dad working on building a smoke shop. So the people are interested in seeing I'm like, yeah, you can go see it. You'll be able to get in because the home is like, you could just kind of walk in because it's so damaged. You can go in if you need anything, like, let me know. You could go see the property. If you're interested, let me know. I'll talk to you then we can work things out. So I, I went and we came back Wednesday during the week. Came back Wednesday. We, that was when I was home because we took a break in between. So I was able to show them, show a couple of people the property that were then able to see it at that time. But the other buyers that, you know, were doing it later in the week, I said, you could just go see it. Let me know what you think. And then we'll go from there. So I had this one guy, James. <laughs> my buyer, you know, he, he contacted me through Facebook. He's like, I want to go see it. Um, I said, that's fine. Just go see it. Let me know what you think. And then you can let me know your thoughts if you're interested or not, whatever. So he goes to see the property. I'm not even there. I didn't have to go, which was like, okay, he wants to go see it. And then I, before I know it, I mean, maybe I think it was a day later, I just got a message saying, I want it. I was like, perfect. And he wasn't the only one. It was him and another, another guy who wanted it. So like, let's just do highest and best. I don't want to be too greedy, but you know, there's a lot of people that are interested in it. Let's do like a highest and best kind of thing. So I said, how about we do eight and it's yours to both buyers just to kind of see if they would go up or down, whatever the deal was. The one guy was like, oh, like why eight? Like we were at six, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, there's people interested. It's kind of in demand right now, blah, blah, blah. And the other guy said, I'll give you seven right now. I'm like, it's yours, man. Like, all right, we'll do seven. So I got it. I got the contract for seven with him. And then I already had a title company, of course, with because I have the other wholesalers they told me I was going to use. I got the contracts together, sent it to the title company. They did what they needed to do. And then I wasn't even there for closing, which I wanted to be just for the experience to meet the sell um, to meet the buyer because the seller is out of state. So I just want to go, you know, meet the buyer, get a good connection with him because he seems legit and serious about doing everything. So said okay i want to meet him but i was away doing the smoke shop so he was all he was all cool with it though he was super chill yeah i'll go i'll get the paper signed and then they got the papers from the seller and then when i got home i was able to 
just go to the title company and pick my check up. And that's that's pretty much it. Dude, dude, bro, if I would have knew that you got a property outline contract for one dollar, I would have started the intro. I would have started the intro completely different, bro. But <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Even the uh, when I told I called the title company, he was talking to me. He's like, "You got this under contract for a dollar? That's right, correct? Because it's so uncommon for it to be a dollar." He's like, "This is correct, right?" Like, yeah, like it was a dollar. It was insane. Uh, bro, dude, if you ever open up for a negotiating class, dude, sign me up, bro. <laughs> it wasn't even like I had to do that much, man. It's just she was just so irritated and just yeah. to get the hell out of her way. Yeah, man. Uh, I completely, I completely understand, man. So you pretty much found yourself that I call it the the desperate, super extreme, yeah. freebie, motivated seller. Like, yeah. dude, take it and go and leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude, awesome, man. Congrats. Thank you. So I'm going to dive this into a little bit more. So basically, so, you're, so your dad does fix and flip? Yes, that's correct. How long, so how long has he been doing it for, man? Okay, so construction-wise, he's been doing it for probably 25-plus years. But to, yeah, but for actual, like, fix and flips, I'd probably say six or seven years. Gotcha, man. So he estimated complete. Okay, so let's talk about this property. For those that... You know, because I get people ask me all the time, and obviously, you know, when 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 people go into this journey, um, especially you have no, uh, you know, no connection or no experience in repair costs or, or things like that, it's hard to get a, a, a an idea. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have, um, I'm gonna have um, Ryan here is kind of, uh, share with you guys why he came up with a rehab or his dad came up with the rehab of 80k. So I'm gonna ask you, Ryan, how many bedroom and bathroom of this house? I'm pretty sure they added another bedroom in the basement. I'm pretty sure it was a four two. Okay, four bedroom, two bath, and then roughly the square footage? I think it was around, with the added, it was probably like 1,100. Okay, 1,100 square feet. So now this, so this property would need a complete rehab, right? Yeah. Kitchen, bathroom, paint, like stripped down to the stud? Everything, yeah. Okay, but basically, but the, but the structure is still good, right? Yeah, the foundation was good because the way it was is the driveway went down into the garage. So... <laughs> It's almost like the first floor, they had the bedrooms there, but it was level with the driveway. So sort of a basement, sort of not. Gotcha. And they added that on because they had other people, you know, their children living there with them. But the top, like from the foundation up, was where the, everything was pretty much destroyed, even in the basement too, but the main majority of it. So that from the top up would have to be knocked down and rebuilt. Oh, wow. Okay. So basically, okay. So, ba okay. Okay. So basically, so it's a four bedroom, two bath, 1100 square feet. Basement needs to be completely stripped down to the stud, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like down to the frame. The top needs to be knocked off and then re completely rebuilt. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, you guys, I'm asking Ryan these questions. So that way, when you come across a piece of property that is similar, right? You know, oh, okay. So roughly rehab is going to be about 80, 80K. All right, you guys, so you have a ballpark and ideas of what it costs, okay? Because, dude, I mean, like, dude, I did a couple, um, I did a couple wholesale on fire damage house. I get people ask me about, hey, Kong, should I target fire damage house? Hell to the yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, one of them, we made, uh, one of them, we made, like, uh, a little bit over 100K. The other one, bro, we made 56K. And then another one, I think we made about 46. But the, but, but. 
But let me tell you about the fire damage house. The beauty of the fire damage house is that the people got the insurance money. They got the yeah. insurance money already. So they don't want like, they just want a quick, hey, I already got my money, man. I just, anything else to them is just cherry on top. So if you can find that, oh, dude, it's gold. When you know how to communicate and talk to the seller, it's gold. They are the mo they, they they're motivated. Nice, man. So um, ADK and Rehab, ARV is 125. And uh, so you assign it to the buyer for, and then so you, you found a buyer from uh, Facebook Marketplace, Ryan? Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Gotcha. So you didn't have to show up. He went out there, looked at the property. Yeah, he went out. I was away, so he said, I'll go see. He went out, checked it out, just kind of get a better idea. I had a lot of pictures on Facebook, but obviously, you know, being in person does better. So he went, looked at it, and then I guess he thought about it. And the day later, he texted me back and said, I want it. And then from nice. There, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> nice, man. 7K. And how quick was the closing? I would say probably two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks? Yeah. I mean, that, uh, let me see here. Let me see if I'm missing anything here. Uh, that's pretty much it. So the, the, the guy that's going to buy, Ryan, is he, he, he going to buy, fix, and flip, or is he going to buy, fix, and hold it? I'm pretty sure he do a fix and flip because he's done a lot of demolition before that. He's a, lot of, he's a demo guy, which he showed me too. He's done stuff. He's actually moving his business to where I am now, which is great because I'll work with him more. Nice. He's a person like a New Jersey area with, you know, bigger, better homes. So he's done a lot of demolition. I guess that's what sparked his interest here is because he would just demo the whole, you know, pretty much the whole top of the house, first half of the house, and then could build from there. Nice, nice. And also, too, is, I want to answer this question as well because I got a lot of you guys also ask me. So, Kong, um, like, w w is there people that buy a fire damage house? Uh, yes. And there's also people that won't, you know, because they get into it. There's too much work. You got to go in there. You got to do some extra work. You got to get rid of the smoke. So there's certain different stages that they have to go through, right, to get it passed with the code inspections uh, and, and all that to actually resell the property again. And when they resell the property again, they need to put it in there that this, this house has been through a fire and things like that. And some, there are some fix and flipper that don't want that don't like it but don't i want to let you understand that there are buyers that will buy it as long as the as long as the number makes sense to them all right so don't be scared you know so so don't be all scared about it um let me see here dude i mean that's pretty much it dude the story's pretty straightforward um okay no i actually have a question so you went home and you obviously got the address and you skipped trace the seller right yes so what actually happened was I used um I used to just use white pages you know the easy way out you get the address you go to white pages <laughs> call nine thousand different numbers to try to get the seller but I actually had Deal Machine which is was a great help because it pulled the right seller up directly the number was there everything I needed so from there I just went home I you know left the ringless voicemail she called back within uh, I would say literally a couple minutes it was like yeah I'm interested in selling I'm trying to sell and we just kind of went from there of just the information on the house how long it's been there what if she owed anything just everything you needed to know for the property gotcha so now now my next question is ryan people's gonna ask man so you went and go ahead and you didn't call her you drop her a ringless voicemail which is rvm correct, yes, correct. and and which company did you use bro i actually just said it was i was just a local investor if anything i would have just sent my dad's um company he uses for properties 
No, no, I mean like, I mean like, you oh. drop her a ringless voicemail. Which, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I just used the Google Voice. Okay, so okay, hold on, bro. Oh wait, wait, wait. The oh, what's it called? Slide dial, I think it is. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Slide, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I want to know because people going to ask, right? People going to ask, well, well, Ryan, you say RVM. So which company you use? Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Um, so you, okay. So you, she calls back when she calls back. Do you, do you guys talk about pricing or, or what? Um, I think we just kind of talked about the property in general, what, how it was, what the situation was, where she is now. Does she own anything on the property? Has she dealt with the association? And she said she had people come before trying to sell it. And just kind of get the gist of everything. And that's when we said, okay, well, maybe we'll go back and really look at the property, see what exactly our number is going to be, not to just eyeball and then be totally off. Because obviously you need to be down to really what it should be and as accurate as possible. So I told her, we'll go back and my father and I will look at it and we'll get a really good idea of what we really need to set the price out for it to work for you. Which, like you said, with the insurance check, they already have the money they need. So that's just, you said, the cherry on top. So they're probably not in need of that much money. So she was kind of just to see where I was at. But I'm like, come on, man. But <laughs> I want to see where you're at. But um, all what? Ryan would be like, come on, man. Yeah, Shit. No, come on, man. Let's you cannot play this game with me, man. <laughs> I've been to the seminars. <laughs> I listened to the webinar. <laughs> come on, come on. But uh, yeah, so we just kind of see where we were at, what she wanted. But I'd say after a while, just talking with what was up with the septic and the foundation, she said, you know, at five, I'm good. We could just go at five. But we didn't have it set in Estonia because we weren't sure on the septic or foundation. But then that's when she had more problems occur with the fining from the association for having it sit there and not doing anything. So then that's when she was like, all right, let me just, I just want to get rid of this thing. Like, let's just get the thing over with. I'll just give it to you. Like, be good with it. God bless you. Here you go. Like, God bless. She literally said, make your money, do what you want. Come on. This is like, get this out of my way. I want to get rid of it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Ryan, so when you're on the phone with her, man, I'm going to ask you, man, when you're on the phone with her, how do you position yourself? Uh, did you say that, did, did, like, did you, did, did you say that my dad and I are going to go out and look at the property? Yeah. Well, I first started where the ringless voicemail was, Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm a local investor. I came across your property on blah, blah, blah. Was wondering if you were interested in selling. We pay cash. We can close quickly, whatever. So she called back. Yes, I'm interested in selling. Um, I said, okay, great. And then, like I said, we talked about it. And then I told her that, you know, we already have a buyer that would be interested for my father because we could already move forward with the property. I have partners that might be interested in purchasing the property. She said, okay, great. You know, let's, let's do what we can and move forward. And so that's when I said, okay, well, you know, we only drove by the property. We obviously didn't want to trespass. It's not our property. We didn't know you. We didn't talk to you yet. So now that we have your permission, would it be okay if we went back and really got a better look at the property to get our numbers as accurate as possible when determining what you you would need to leave, what we would need for ours, for ourselves? And she said, yeah, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Just let me know after you're done. And so we went and we went home and really ran our numbers. And that was pretty much it. And we gave her she was around 5k and then again she it was a little bit after i mean a couple of days association was after after her because it wasn't fully under contract yet because she was still dealing with whatever else she was trying to do with the home 
even after a year plus of it sitting vacant. And then she said, uh, I'll just, I'll just give it, I'll just do it for a dollar. Cause I talked to her and said, okay, well, you know, we're at 5k, but you know, I think we still have to worry about this. But we still have to pay for that. And we have to do this. So, okay. And then maybe we'll do it. And it's, it was just she really went from five thousand to a dollar. She's like, "All right, I'll just give it away. I'll just give it away at this point." So, ba- so basically, Brian's on the phone. Pro- just Brian's on the phone saying, "Hey, this has got to be done. That's got to be done." Yada yada yada. She's like, "Oh my god, dude! I'm sick and tired of this guy. I'm just gonna give it to you, bro." The headache at that. It's a heartache and a headache yep. at that point. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome, dude. Uh, Ryan, I love the story, bro. Great job, bro. So now my next question for you is because I, I, you know, I have people that are 16, 14, you know, in high school or maybe going to college. And I want to know, dude, like, what's your plan now? What's your plan now that you, you know, that now that you know this, Hey, this is real that I can actually do this. Oh, I just want to go all in on this now. Now that I know like you know what to do, you know that it works. Other people doing it, you can work with others and just really build yourself. I just want to go all in on this and get as big and as good as I can possible with this, this way and just knock it out of the park. So are you, so are you still in college or are you going to continue college or what? I didn't even mention that. So after the first semester of college, I I I just didn't go back. I was like, I'm not doing this. I want to really work on wholesaling because I know this works. I've seen people do it. I know if I put my mind to it, I really focus on it and just take action once I know what to do I'll, I'll be golden and I just like people shouldn't get discouraged it's like the main thing too is it will come you know, like you have to give it time it's not going to be you know a lot of people think they just see the end outcome and they think oh I could do that like right now and they think it's a like you people say get rich quick but it really it does take a lot to just get to that first deal even if it's going to however many appointments you need to go to however many phone calls but that next one the minute you give up like that next one could have been that deal you had I agree, man. Ryan, I agree, bro. Well said. Now, now I'm, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions here. You know, so you went through the whole college. Now, my question for you is, Ryan, what is like when you were going through college or, or whatever that is that you want to get from college or you want to get from life? Yeah. What's the reason why you went to college, man? Honestly, it was just pressure from my mom was just people around saying, you know, that's the way you should go college, get your degree. You'll, you'll have a secure job. You'll be safe, blah, blah, blah. The, just in general, what people go for you, you know, you'll, you'll go to college, you'll get your job and you could just work from there. And also they just say, you know, you can do that later. You can do that later. You still have college. You'll have your whole life ahead of you. But it's just like, I want to start now. Like I wanted to start now and really get into it. Cause I know, there was better out there for me because I didn't know, you know, you don't know what that college job is going to land you. It might not be the one you were looking for, the one you wanted, what you were expecting in life to get to that might not take you there. And now you're delayed four years or however many years you put into that, that you could have been putting into something else that you were interested in that you could have went all out in. And that's where it's like, you got to pick and choose what you really want. (laughs) Okay, bro. Now, my next question for you, dude, <clears throat> is that, Ryan, just, just give it to me real, man, and give it to me raw. Is that, is that, is that obviously, you know, you getting your mom or, or, or your parents pushing you toward the college way, but that's not what you really want. So my question for you is, 
what is that that you just want in life? I just wanted to be able to get to a point where it's like I didn't have to worry about do I have enough for that? Do I need to do this to get there? Just to be able to work with the people around me and just to build myself for wealth, financial freedom. Everyone's looking for that, but they're not going the right routes to get there. So I knew that people have done this before. People have went this route and got there. So it's like I need to go this route and do the same thing because I know even if it's not what you wanted right now, you can still do that work to then have the freedom to do what you want later in life. Not that you're worried about not making enough money to even go to the movies or whatever it may be. You have that extra space to really figure out what you want. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and the thing is, for those of you guys who out there who are, you know, in high school, you're about to graduate, you're about to merge into college or whatever that is. The reason why I asked Ryan this question is so that way you guys can get a mere, you know, so you guys, you know, the uh, guys and the gals, you you can get a clear pictures of what is that, you know, the the path, because a lot of people decided to go to college, but they don't have like, like they go just because they just go right? They go because they just go. There's no end goal. There's, there's no whatever that is. Um, so Ryan, for, for, cause, cause Ryan, it's, you know, Ryan just like, Hey, I just want to make it in life. I want to be to the point where I'm financially free, have the money to obviously to do whatever I want to do in life. Um, and, and you know what I mean? So you just want to find a path that we can create and give you that financial freedom. So you're not particular in, hey, I need to be a doctor, a lawyer, or an attorney, or, 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 or any kind of a, 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 or anything that, that needs that certificate. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. So you just want to find a path or a career that can just get you to the financial freedom. And once you find it, you're just going to go all in. Yeah. And I've been around this too, which is like my dad has done this. So I have really good connections already. It almost would be like silly for me not to because it's kind of, you know, a lot of people don't have it right there in front of them. But for me, it's like the door's right there. Like, just open it and go through and you'll see what, what lies ahead of you. And so I was like, I, I really could go this route. And I do enjoy it, which is even better. You know, that that's what you want to do. You don't want to do something and just like, you're not putting it all in because you're not enjoying it. Like most people do with their normal jobs. They're just like, they hate it. They don't want to be there. They look forward to Fridays, everything. So it's like, I have this here. I already have the general idea of everything why not go and try it out and see if it does work? And then, you know, if it doesn't, you still have the chance to go back to college or to go do this, whatever it may be, but at least try and see how it works. And for me, it's like, it is there. It's, it's right there and it worked out. So it paid off. Awesome, man. So now here's my next question is that, so what did your mom think about, you know, you going to, to the wholesaling and not, and not doing the whole college thing? So her thing was just like, you know, okay, you don't want to go to college, like what's your plan, what's your plan? And when you don't have a, you know, a thing to show because it takes time, it's like, oh, I have this, but then it doesn't go through. I have this, but it didn't go through. So it's just comes to a point where, okay, what's your plan? What are you going to do if you're not in college? And so I would just say, oh, I'm going to work on this. I have this thing. I already know what it, it works. I can show you that people have done it before. I have this, you know, I'll work for whatever it may be. I know it'll work and I'll get it done. And then within, I would say probably like four or five months, I was able to get the first deal. And then from there, she was, you know, okay, this does work and he can do this. And she was happy then because I didn't prove myself. <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. So you turned the non-believer into now a believer. They say is. <laughs> yeah. And now, obviously now, she, so now does she supported you in this new path? 
and not yeah. merging the whole college thing? Yeah. Yeah, she's supportive of it now. She's happy that, you know, the deals went through and that I can do more and that I can work with my dad because then it creates a closer bond and the whole everything just works out. So. Bro, I love it, man. So, dude, I got so much question because cause, cause I do have people, you know what I mean? And I, like, I do have people that ask, hey, Kong, you know, I'm debating to go to college. Should I go to college or should I do this? Like, and I have my parents and things like that that pushes me that whatever it is. So what would you say to all that, Ryan? Yeah, so I definitely know what you've been through. I, I've dealt with that just with even parents or maybe even be friends too that just pressure you into doing something that you may not be comfortable with. And I've just heard people say too, at least just try it because they say, you know, you never know what your favorite food was until you tried it. So maybe at least just try it out because you never know. Maybe you do like it. You have a, a thing in your mind that you maybe didn't even know after being there, you know, you may like it. So go there, try it out. And then if you don't and you know that you, there's something better for you, you'll know. Like if you're there and you could just feel it in your body, like I, I could be doing something else. I could be out there making myself the life I want to live everything you'll you'll feel it then that's when you can turn another direction and try to go the way you want to go and even if your parents are supportive they, they will be they just want you as real as it is they're just trying to keep you safe because they know that if you don't have something then you're not making money you don't have anything to pay for this to pay for your car to whatever it may be so that's why they're just trying to keep you secure but you know with risk there will be rewards so that's when you have to put in those hours and do that work to then get that good reward to come out and then once they see an outcome they'll then know that you're serious that you just take it serious that's the big thing if you kind of just see other people doing it but you're not in for it that's when they'll know because you're just kind of like lying around or doing whatever but if you're serious and they see you going all in and putting in the work they know that the outcome will come eventually and when you show them, then they'll be happy. I'm sure they'll be happy for you. <laughs> awesome, Brian. Dude, I'm so happy, dude. I, I'm, I'm so happy, dude, that I got you on because when people ask me that, because for, for, for those of you who don't know my story, you, you know that I'm a high school dropout, right? You, for those of you who don't know my story, so I'm a high school dropout, so I'm, I'm all about, dude, if you want to make the money and be financially free, screw the school, right? <laughs> screw the school. But, but I have people that, that say, well, Kong, I mean, you, you know, and it's hard for me to relate because I've never went the college route, right? I do have my parents that said, hey, um, you know, I, 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 I want to see you graduate from school. I want to see you go to college. And, and I can't not relate to those that go to college and, and kind of in that positions, you know, I'm a high school dropout. And my whole thing is, um, you know, just like what, what, what Brian was saying, he wants to start young. Like he wants to go out there and start his, like start building his foundation while the kids are going to college is just trying to figure things out. He just want to go out there and start building his foundation. And that's what my wife and I did. You know, my, uh, two of my good friend graduated smart, smart 4.0 GPA, went out, went to a four year college then, and, and they continue and went to an eight year college. Listen to me, man. Most people that say for a normal average people, normal average, I'm just saying normal average, I'm not saying extraordinary, normal average, it takes 10 years for an overnight success. And whatever that means to you, overnight success, I think when people say overnight success, is to me anyway, it means becoming a millionaire. It takes 10 years for an overnight success. So for us, we were like, hey, while they spent eight years in college doing whatever they do, why don't I just start building my foundation? 
And that's why when at the age of 18, man, well, obviously I didn't discover real estate, but at the age of 18, my wife and I would just work, grind, work, grind, figure that, hey, it's going to take time, right? It's going to take time. It's going to take 10 years for us to get to where? Dude, dude, it take longer than 10 years, man. But still, within that 10 years, at age of 18, all the way with 20-something, man, we already have some money paid up. We already have our house, car paid off and all that while my friends is still in college, right? Still in college, collecting all the college debt, et cetera, et cetera. And when they come out of college, they make whatever they make, dude. We already built a business, a career that whatever they do in a year, that's what now both of them combined, that's what I do in a month. So the thing is, you know, the thing is like the mindset, just, just like what Ryan said. Ryan said, I just want to be financially free, man. I want to find a vehicle, a career. I'm going to dive all in and I just want to be financially free. I'm not going to be a doctor, a lawyer. And those of you who go for, I'm not, I'm not digging school. I'm not knocking school. You know, those that want to go to college to be a doctor, a lawyer, attorney, because that's what you like to do, right? That's what you want to do. Then yes, man, go to college. Do your thing, right? Do your thing. I'm just, like, I, I'm, just, I'm just basically saying to those that are just like Ryan and I, just like Ryan and I say, hey, I want your financial freedom, and I want to find a vehicle that is moral, right, that I'm not going to hurt anybody, that, you know, I'm not stepping on anybody, toes, I'm not taking advantage, I'm not scamming anybody. I want to do this legitly and become financially free. Then, 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 then what I'm telling you is find a vehicle, find a business career that you want to do, and just freaking dive in, learn it, take action. And, uh, and just like Ryan said, the people, your parents just want to protect you. You know, they want to see you successful, dude. They want to see you successful. Like you don't go to college, right? You don't go to college, but dude, you make a couple hundred G's a month. They're going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to be happy. So Ryan, man, just to wrap it up, dude, for those that are starting out, man, that are starting out, and obviously they're, they're battling the same thing. They're battling the same thing. They haven't got their first deal, man. So, some last words that you want to say, bro. Yes. Yeah, Anything. So, um, after you learn, make sure you take action because, you know, the knowledge you have is nothing if you don't use it. So take action after you learn to get the gist of everything you need to know. Definitely take action. That's, like, the number one thing. Also, another thing that I've dealt with and I know – probably a bunch of other wholesalers do with or just people in general is like don't get discouraged when you see others doing well or that you see them getting a deal and you've been working working yours is not coming you know people say life is a journey not a competition so your time will come and you'll have your own journey so let that be your journey and you'll have yours just know in your mind and believe it that it's coming you just don't have to check that like picture that check i had the check right in front of me every day you know sitting right in front of me AGs. It was right there. I actually found out I was making AGs because with working and this this uh, check. So put that in front of you and just be thankful for it. Know that it's there and you're gonna get it. You just don't have it yet in your possession, but you're gonna get it. And just keep working. Don't be consistent. Don't give up. And the the time will come where you will hold that check and you'll know it'll be worth it. <laughs> Ryan, dude, dude, I am, dude. I have so much respect for you, man, and all the young entrepreneurs. Like, I have so much respect for you, bro, because, dude, I talk to 18, 19-year-olds, 20 years old. Dude, they sound nothing like you, man. You were born extraordinary, dude. And, dude, you, dude, 19, dude, I can't imagine 10 years later, what you'd be at 29, bro, what your future would be like, dude. So stay connected, dude. Thank you. Dude, and, okay, so for those of you, you know, what Ryan just shared with you is that, the whole visualization, visualization and all of that, putting the checks, 
L listen, if you, if you haven't, like, obviously the action got to go in. You just can't just put a check yeah, and sit yeah. back and freaking, you know, eat yeah. a burger and watch, you know what I mean? Watch TV. No, you got to put in the work. But man, for those of you who don't know this, go YouTube on YouTube. Okay. It's an interview with Oprah and Jim Carrey. Dude, it will blow you away. Oh. Jim, mm -hmm. have you seen that? Yes. He wrote himself a check and yeah, I saw that. And he found out Dama Dama, he'd be making that much. Yeah. So, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, you're probably going to be better at explaining it. So why don't you explain a little bit what Jim Carrey said um, at the interview, bro? Yeah. So he was interviewing with Oprah. It was Oprah, correct? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So um, he said, even I hear him with other videos, he said, the things I wanted are the things I want in life. I knew I had them. Like I visualized them. They just weren't in my possession yet. So it's like, oh yeah, I do have this thing. I just don't have it yet. It's just not, you know, in my garage or in my pro in my hand or whatever it may be. So he said what he did was he he wrote a check for, I think it was, was it five hundred million or? Yeah. Million? Yeah, I forgot what it was. It was a big check though. I'm pretty sure it was five hundred. No, no I, I think yeah, I think I think it was. I think God, man, I can't remember. I think it was no. ten mil, bro. Ten no. mil. Yeah. It was something big, but it was, it was crazy. Yeah wrote the check and put in his ball and kept it there all the time. He said, you know, it would get wrinkled up, it would get destroyed, but he kept it in there all the time. And then he, oh, what the crazy thing was too, is he wrote the, the date, you know, he wrote the month and the date and you, you gotta get down to the dime to really know that it's coming. Cause that's like really how you attract it. So he wrote down the date, I think it was, you know, sometime Thanksgiving. And he said, uh, he got a call during, I think it was towards Thanksgiving in November. And he got a call saying you're gonna be he's gonna be making that money for Dumb and Dumber, and that's when he knew like oh my gosh like everything is gonna work out the way it's supposed to. Yeah, it's cra it's crazy because because I because I because I, I get goosebumps here. Yeah. The reason the reason why I get goosebumps, you guys, because I did that starting throughout my life, man. I did the exact same thing, and and it's just, it's just crazy how things happen. But he said, he also said, man, he would, he, he got this old ass car. He would drive up and down Hollywood envision up and up and down in Hollywood Hill and envision. He said every day envisions that he was, be, he was going to be this huge, uh, huge actor. And it was crazy. And so for those of you, man, I'm telling like, you know, like, so basically whatever that you want, put down, have a date, have a deadline, look at it often look at it often and then just go to work. Just put your head down and go to work. And just like Ryan said, I mean, Ryan said perfectly, man. Um, like when, when you see other people can, you know, get a bigger checks than you or, or they did a lot quicker than you and things like that. You know, you get all discouraged because you've been doing that for a while. You know, just like Ryan said, every one of us, we have our own journey, our own path. Um, you know, you, you just need to stay focused. It's not a competition. You just need to fo stay focused on your journey and know where you're heading and listen to me. It doesn't matter how slow you go, you know, as long as you keep going, I promise you things are going to happen for you. You know, I, when I, I, I hear people, like it took me six months to get my first deal. There are people that are, you know, I see them like, hey, Kong, like, like it happens, right? It happens. I'm not saying that it, it cannot happen for you. But man, there's people that, hey, within a year, they were already making half a million. I was like, shit. I say, like, what? You know what I mean? And I say, like, shit, man, I'm going slow. But, but trust me, it doesn't matter how slow you go. You stick with it. You stay committed. You keep on going. And your day will come. You will blossom.
and you will make and you will get that money. Um, now, Ryan, dude, if people wanted to connect with you, bro, how can they, dude? Uh, you can reach me at Instagram at RyanWolf10. Wolf has uh, two Fs in it, and that's my Instagram. You can reach me there or Facebook, just RyanWolf. Connect anyway. Awesome. So I'll make sure you guys, I'll put, uh, the, um, I'll put uh, Ryan's contact or connections in the link below. You guys can reach out to him, anyone in the PA. I think he would love to work with you guys, JV or whatever it is. Um, that is. Um, so that's it for the interview, you guys. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on. I truly appreciate it, man. And Thanks. once again, you guys, throughout this interview, you guys find any value, please show Ryan or guest some love. Smash the thumbs up. And obviously, if you don't like it, Dude, man, smash the thumbs down. Get out of here, man. And this channel, let me share with you guys again before I wrap this. This Wholesale to Million Family channel is for the hustler, for the people that want more in life, for the go-getter, G-O-A-L, not for the lazy ass, the one that sits back wishing and praying and hoping that things are going to happen for you. This is for the one that is dedicated, committed to take their life, their business to a completely different level. All right, it's for the one that's gonna take their life in control and put in the work. If that's not you, get off the channel and go to somebody else. And this is not a get rich quick, all right, you guys? I wanna let you know that success don't happen overnight, but it happened over time. It takes longer to build a castle than it is to build a bungalow. <laughs> Anyways, Ryan, thank you so much. Thank you so much, bro. Take care and have a good one, dude. Thank you so much, Kong. Have a good one. You too, bro.